1: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the Manchester Football Social. Legend review.
2: This is the Excess Manchester Football Social. I'm Jim, and this is where you can have your say on the weekend's footballing action. The highs, the lows... And the Who May Goes. It's Monday, (laughs) and we're going to be taking a look, as always, over the weekend's action in the company of two men who not only talk a good game, but played a pretty decent game as well you know, we've Manchester- become better players since we stopped haven't we we don't get a
3: foot wrong no. we, we play well every week no.
2: <laughs> one of them men is Manchester United's Mickey Thomas even in Mickey T even in and Man City's Gary Owen even in Gio. Hi Jim, mate. of course there is only one man being discussed in Manchester right now in fact there is only one man in football that's really being discussed and that man is Jose Mourinho another loss down at the London Stadium a disinterested team performance and the Sharks are beginning to circle. We will, of course, get to the future of Jose and the future of United very, very soon. Is it time for Jose to go? Your views, please. 0345 76 7625 is the number to call. 87711 is the text number. And if he does go, who on earth comes in to replace him? We'll get to that very soon, and I know that's what you want to talk about this evening, but we're also going to talk about the weekend's games as well, because there is support for the special one coming from one key part of Manchester. There is a very small, very specialised group that desperately want Jose Mourinho to stay at the club. Are they City fans? the chant from the Etihad Stadium this weekend. The City fans singing, Jose Mourinho, we want you to stay. We want you to stay. So let us start at the blue half of Manchester. Who got three points on the board this weekend with another win against City? You have said to me, pretty much every single City game we've seen this season, Gary, that it could have been 10.
4: Could it have been 10 at the weekend again? It certainly could have been more than two, certainly. But uh, I've got to say to you, we have had a good start. to the. When I say good start, I don't mean results. I mean... Team-wise, on mm. paper, we've had a good start to the season. I mean, relatively. In I mean, you still got to win the games, but relatively, we could have had a worse start. We had Arsenal, which do we you got. mean in terms of the opposition? Opposition, that you've been yeah, opposition. I think the teams that we have played so far will not be challenging, apart from um, maybe Arsenal, and that was the first game of the season. Yeah. So uh, we caught them right with the new manager in, and we played and deservedly won. And now we've got Liverpool coming up on Sunday, um, and I think probably. Out of all the teams, probably Liverpool have probably had the, the hardest hardest start. When you think about the, the Champions League as well, they've had mm-hmm. PSG, who were one of the favourites to win it. Now they've got Napoli coming up. They've had Chelsea twice. They've had Tottenham. Now they're going to have us. I mean, they've had a, a relatively, well, I would say probably the hardest start. But, you know, you have to be the teams in front of you. For us, we're getting better and better. 2-0. It, it would have been more than 2. But it was one of those games, Jim and uh, I'll do as quickly as I can, is that it was a case of just sat there just waiting for it to go in because yeah. we had 20-odd 20 shots, 29 shots, I think, or something. Uh, Brighton, I don't think, even tested Edison once. And even at 2-0, they were not coming out. They're still rigidly 4, you know, four five one or whatever you want to call it, or maybe 4, 6, nobody up front. And, um... And it was just a it was just a case of getting the job done. It was it, nothing spectacular about it. Plenty of good passing, plenty of nice things. Them defending for their lives. A few, a few risky challenges going in by Brighton. But in the end, three points, and we walk away. As you say, it's been a decent
2: start to the season in terms of yeah. what you were presented with. We said when the fixtures were announced, it looked like City could go eight games unbeaten pretty easily. From but to be that fair, th-
4: that's what I would have I would have predicted. And and Wolves was the one yeah. who who. Came and, and really, we could have won that game. And no doubt Mickey will be talking about the West Ham game with some of the decisions went against them. And when when things are not going your way, they do go against you. The handball that the Wolves guy scored with is a blatant yeah. handball. But, you know, it's happening every week. And, and Mickey no doubt will be saying what happened to West Ham as well. City, though, are purring. You've got to say, even
2: yeah, though it's been it's an easiest start of the season, you've got players on form, you've got Aguero who's scoring for fun, you've got even... Raheem Sterling was criticised a little bit over excellent the summer
4: for his finishing. He seems to have matured a little bit in the last month or so, doesn't excellent. he? Excellent. He's got better and better and better. In the last two games, he's been outstanding. Cardiff, OK, mm. you can probably say, well, the opposition. Uh, Brighton, you could say the opposition. Uh, let's see what it's like when he comes up against his old team, Liverpool, on Sunday. But, mm. listen, I thought the whole team played well. Raheem Sterling, without doubt, got man of the match. Uh, only because of the performance of of Gundogan at Chelsea, it would have got the man of the match there as well, probably. Um, but yes, they are pairing. The teams are playing well. It, it's you know the two favourites for the Premiership this year He'll go head to head at uh, Liverpool. And I don't care what anybody says no matter what the result is, whether we win, lose or draw, is not going to determine which team wins the which team wins the league. Because a lot of, a lot of football to be played.
2: What do we think we learn from the Chelsea Liverpool game at the weekend, which obviously will have. An influence on the title at the end of the day. It's great say, I mean, it's a great point for City. The fact they both came away with a point. Yeah, but, but to be fair, two t- good teams there. Them. They both looked very
4: strong, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, and and the good thing about it, Liverpool are a team now, and Mickey won't like me saying it, and I don't really like saying it myself, but they are a team that keep going and and they don't give up, Uh and that's one of the credentials that you need if you're going to go to try and win this league. You can't give up. You've got to keep going. Whether you're losing you're drawing or you're just in front, you've got to keep going to that last minute because in the Premiership, anybody can score against you at any time. And they kept going. And in the end, a great strike by uh, Sturridge. I think that Klopp will probably say that they had the better chances even though they're away side. So he'll be, he'll be delighted with the points and he'll be looking forward to seeing us on Sunday.
2: What's the difference between Raheem Sterling in an England shirt and Raheem
4: Sterling in a Man City shirt? Because he the looks pl- like
2: he could get 15
4: goals for City. The plays he's playing is. with, one, two... The understanding that he has playing with those players, training with them day in day out, and not with the England squad. I think there's always been a there's always been an argument for the national teams for for all our uh, um, international sides in Great Britain is that we um, and Ireland of course is that we. Um, we don't get them together enough, so you can't get any any sort of understanding or team play or bonding. Really, a couple of days, and if somebody's injured, they don't join in until probably the day. So it's it's training with them every day, training with a uh, a coach that is getting you to play how he wants you to play in his mm. team, and that is that's the difference. I mean, the the players are picked for what they do on club sides, but how often have we seen it when they're going to play for international? They don't show the same form for international teams that they do for the club side. If you try to look for an Achilles heel for
2: Man City at the moment, and you've spoken before, Mickey, about how great you think Aguero is as a striker, one of the best players in the Premier League. He's carrying a bit of a knock at the moment, although you wouldn't have thought that it He's got a heel weekend. problem, yeah. City don't look quite the same when he isn't the focal point, though, do they? That, if there was going to be an Achilles heel, if you were going to go, hang on, we need to find a weakness here somewhere, you'd go, if Aguero gets injured, as he does in most seasons for a period of time,
4: Jesus just doesn't seem to provide the same He team is the, the Brazilian focus. centre forward. You know, anybody that puts that number nine shirt on for Brazil, has got to be some half decent play. Remember, he's a kid as well. Mm. He's what oh, is he 20, 21, 2021? If that, so he's only a kid yet as well. So he, he listen. All the players that we're bringing in have got the best years ahead of them. And and Gabriel just at the moment, Sergio Aguero is 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 knocking him in. Only last year, Mickey saw his house up for sale last year, didn't you, Mickey? Is he still with me? Has he gone now, Mickey? Mickey, he's still there. No, he's, read, he's gone and he's
3: gone to you. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, I'm just watching about... for the really yeah. West Ham. Yeah, I'm trying it to avoid uh, looking at both of you because uh, <laughs> you're happy, you're smiling. <laughs> I was dreading coming into work this, this evening. I on was, I thought, can I get more traffic queues? But no, that wasn't. So <laughs> uh, but I had to come in.
4: <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> Interesting weekend, Gio, uh, of course. A shock um, for me, a shock for me uh, Mickey, at out, out West Ham that United went down. I expected West Ham to give them a a, a game, which they did, but you will, and, and no doubt, I can't argue with it, you will argue some of the decisions we've given against United. Before we get on to the the, the poor displays of some of the players.
3: I guess, you know, you know football's a funny game sometimes. You know, when it's going well, you know, it's... Great, great game of football. You want to watch a game every night of the week. Yeah, of but when it's not going well, you want to hide. Uh, I just at the moment that performance was a poor performance, and I don't need to say that because the evidence was there for everyone to see. Let me read you a quote from
2: Luke Shaw.
3: It was a poor performance. It was, it was awful.
2: So mm. Luke Shaw came out after the game. I want to know if you agree with this. I think it's very difficult to disagree with it. Well, yeah. He said it was not good enough from a Manchester United team with all the talent we have. If you want the truth. I think it was honestly horrendous. I think individually and as a team, we were awful. That's quite a statement for a player to have. You had Jose coming out after the game and essentially making excuses and saying they were unlucky that the first goal was offside, the second goal was an own goal, the third goal was a foul in the lead-up, making excuses for every single goal that
4: was scored. But here you've got Luke Shaw. Listen, I don't want to say this, but he had a point. um... He did, Absolutely. yeah, but it's
2: still making excuses, and you still have to say United didn't really yeah, offer anything going forward. I like what Luke Shaw said here. I think Luke Shaw has said the words that the manager should have said. The manager should have come out after that game and gone, it was a terrible performance. Every single player was bad. We got the tactics wrong. I wanted a little bit of honesty from Jose at that point, and I think that would have got him a lot of credit.
3: I mean, the manager tries to protect the team at all, all costs, cost not he? Whether it's a bad performance or what, but that performance, I watched it... It wasn't good to watch. Um, Luke Shaw coming out with Gio, um, to be very honest in his assessment. It was poor. Um, but you have to respond in the next game. And the big game for United Valencia, huge game for Manchester United, massive. So um, we need to get a result there. But the performance that we can expect to Gio before we came on air, I and mean, he was. Smiling as he was saying it.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, it's something. You know how long I've waited not, to have this smile on my face. It's not
3: good to take and it needs to change. I think um, the managers obviously
4: want to try and win the games more. But I, listen, Mickey, uh, this is looking okay, from the outside. Come on, give no, it to I'm looking the outside. Pogba, who's, who's supposed to be mm. the star player, he's taking him off after 17 minutes. Sanchez is nowhere in sight. He, he You know, he, he paid that amount of money to bring mm. him there. Okay, no transfer fee, but with Mkhitaryan going mm. the other way and paying him colossal, I mean, double what City were going to pay him. Mm. Doesn't play him, doesn't even put him in the squad. It, it just seems to me as though everything is is upside down at United States. And It doesn't seem people. to be getting any straighter. Where was Sanchez? Is he injured? Is he just left out? Is he? But you wouldn't guys, play guys,
3: him on the guys, gym, gym, would you? Jim, and to you guys, and to everyone that's listening, the only people that can change this is the players. You know, they have to win games. That's the only way you can change it. You know, you just can't keep... They're going to lose, and that
4: is going to be criticized. Nobody can say, Mickey, that, that those players at United, in that squad... Have not been given a chance because they're yeah. all playing it. I mean, Matthew did last all week, but we played in midweek. As well. Sorry. From front well, to back, they are yeah. all good players. And they're all, and it, it, it is changing sands. I know we do rotation now, that's part well, of the, that's part I, of the I, game. As
3: a manager, it's great when you win and when you're losing, it's very, very difficult. But, you know, he, he, he knows that he has to get results. It, it's a, a huge game tomorrow, there's no question about that. Mm. You know, in the Champion League at home, you know, we've already had a, a victory away from home, but this is a big game. Valencia, you know, we're no easy. Uh, I think opposition, obviously. I think there will be a difficult opposition. But we have to come out and put in a performance and to silence the one or two critics. But you've got to, it's not just on one game, though, oh, is it? It's over a period of time, Jim. Yep. We have to start getting on the run of consistently winning football games. And that's when the pressure's off. If we don't do that, then it's going to continue. Because the
4: United obviously big it, headline news. It can be one good performance that is the catalyst to that.
3: Can it, change it, to him, Yeah, one performance. Have you can know it.
4: Uh, when Moyes was there, David Moyes, and I think David Moyes was was a good manager was at Everton. Whatever well, I mean, he went to United, hmm. maybe maybe too big for him too quick, I don't know. Whatever happens, but I mean everybody was slating David Moyes, but Josie Mourinho's got the same starts the season as David Moyes had. Mm. Well, slightly worse, isn't it? I think worse. it's
2: slightly worse. There was one interesting statement from Jose after the match where he was talking about the West Ham centre back, the twenty one year old doop doop Doop. D-I-O-P, yeah. 21-year-old French yep. centre-back. And he yep. congratulated the West Ham scouts on finding such a towering centre-back. Was that him having a pop at his scouts and saying, I mean, he signed
4: two fairly expensive defenders well, in his time. Lindelof, who I'd, never, who I'd never heard of. No. Um, which sounds a bit strange because he's a Swedish international, but he's not, he wasn't a household name. Like, uh, you, like you would expect from players... For 40 play for million Sweden quid, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'd think he'd yeah, be. Exactly. And, and Bailey, I had I'd no idea who he was. He came in. He starts off okay, but he he seems very, very slight for a centre mm-hmm. back, and just seems to pick up injuries. You Just seem to pick up injuries by the um, uh, by every time he plays. There's always a doubt over him for the next game. Well, we we have obviously invested in players, but
3: as you just mentioned, Linderoff and uh, By really has uh, found it difficult uh, for some other reason. Not so why they're not in the team uh, on a regular basis, but. As I said, it's all about performing. You're not performing, you're not going to get an opportunity, are you? Slight. Well, I, I <laughs> just think, Jim, it, it's, you know, the result tomorrow is, is a big one for Manchester United Football Club for sure because it, it, it's not an easy game, but we have to respond. We have to bounce back. We have to win that. We have to win it.
2: Looks like there's no De Gea in that team. He's not at the Lowry, so he's not in the hotel for the game against Valencia. So that's he's a wild you play isn't Romero?
4: Why we'll well, would you? Uh, that baffles me. When you're not. When the season's not starting well, why would you not just say, well, tell you what God, if you're going to have to batten down the hatches here? Let's get our best players out. Let's get a well, result. I, from I assume it's
2: got to be an injury for De Gea to be mm-hmm. dropped for a game like that, that important. Do you know what, Mickey? Just for you, okay. I spent a long time prepping today's show, and a, most of that time that I spent prepping was spent trying to find a positive from the United performance. And the positive has to be Rashford's goal. Because that, goal. Was, that was a beautiful finish.
3: Did he mean that? Well, I think it, it meant to put it towards goal. Whether it's going to find the back in that, well, I'm not sure. Whether he, he did not believe it, it would, <laughs> but it was a, a, a lovely little flick to you on the side of his foot. Surprised the goalkeeper, um, no chance for him. That was the one positive thing to take up the game. The goal was a, a quality goal. Um, again, with how much you want to dwell on that performance against West Ham? I think if you're going to be a little bit critical. I think you could start from the word "go" as Gio said at the start of the game. We we didn't really get going, and yeah, I think it was, might have been offside, but it was a goal. It was being given, well, we yeah, and we can't anything I, about that. And it until I,
4: and I know you don't like it, but until it comes in, the decision. And it doesn't just change goal lines. Mm. A goal it changes attitudes as well. Mm. It does. When, when you're when you away from home, six you can after five minutes. Not only does that put a doubt in United's mind, minds of the players because of how their season started, it also peps up West Ham from the result they had at Everton. It also gives them that belief again. And, you know, goals, as we said, didn't just change scorelines, but change attitudes as well.
2: Gary, very quickly before we move on, that West Ham performance and you see Manuel Pellegrini in the touchline, is the way West Ham are playing now, does it remind you of Pellegrini's time at Man City?
4: Uh, I can see what he's trying to do, but it's, it doesn't remind me of it because I don't think the players are the same or, or the same quality. <laughs> he won the league, well, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he's, of course, yeah, but he's the player, that, and he's what he's, I mean, they spent fortunes there, which they had to, do West Ham, to bring mm. in players. They're going to take time settling. You can't bring eight, nine players and put them into a team and say, right, go on out you go. I know you're all good individual, but players as a team. Yeah. He's going to have to work on that, and he, it doesn't happen overnight, but you can see he wants to play, he wants to play the passing, he wants to play attractive way, he wants to score goals. Um, but, you know, that's as you said, I, th- I think... He's a good good guy, I like him. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Like the premiership him. now, though, is different than when he was here first time with us. It's changing every year. I think it's getting tighter and tighter and tighter. That's why anybody can beat anybody on, on a one game. But it'll always be... Eventually, the cream always rises to the top. And you'd imagine mm. the same six as the... Last year we'll be there again, and the and the ones that have come up will probably be the ones that will be fighting against relegation. Which well, is, the
3: game of the weekend, Liverpool at Chelsea, yeah. that one um, for you. Do you think those two will be in contention with you for the remainder of the season?
4: Yeah, I think Chelsea will will be there in their I've I, I no doubt about him that. Sorry, is he's, he's got a Hazard playing, and when you've got somebody who can who can yeah. score like him and play like him, you got and you got Canty in midfield, and you know he's he brought in the keeper, although he was probably at fault. Uh, for the goal, maybe a little bit off, far off his line, although it's a great strike from storage, maybe being a bit harsh there. But for that sort of money and that sort of quality, you'd expect him to have his, his positioning a little bit better. you have that test next week at Liverpool? Uh, well, oh, well, the test can only be better because if we get beat. That's what we've been doing for about twenty years. So <laughs> anything more than a defeat is a result for us. But I said this year that we'll take more points on Liverpool than they'll take off us. So we'll wait and see on that. Season starts there for Man City. Right, we're gonna have to get on to the
2: matter at hand. Jose Mourinho, his future at United. Oh three, four, five, triple one, seventy-six, twenty-five is the number. Eight double seven double one is the text number. Give us a call. Promise you won't upset Mickey Thomas too much on this one. Three big questions that I think we need to answer here. Question number one. Does something need to change right now at Manchester United? Or can it wait to the end of the season or beyond? Second, were United right to sack David Moyes after nine months at the club? Or was that the wrong decision at that point, which has led to the situation we're in now? And three, if Jose Mourinho does go, if the club sack him this week, who comes in to replace him? They're the three questions we need answered and I want you to answer them. O three four five, 3 we we'll get on to that next on the Excess Manchester Football Social.
3: This is the Manchester Football Social. Legend
1: review.
2: This is the Excess Manchester Football Social. Your chance to have your say about your team. We've got Manchester United's Mickey Thomas in the studio, Manchester City's Gary Owen, and we're going to be talking about Jose Mourinho and his future, if he has one. At Manchester United. Now, someone said to me the other day. They said the only people that want Jose Mourinho out of the club aren't real United fans. The real United fans who go to the stadium, they back their managers. I don't believe that for a second. They back the managers. Apparently, that's not. Not Van Gaal. Not (laughs) Moy.
4: No, no, they back them. That's what it was 25
2: years before. No, 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 they weren't real fans, Gary. That's the problem, you see. But every single call I've got lined up in front of me, all the texts are suggesting that maybe there isn't so much backing of managers going on at the moment so if you want jose to stay i want to hear from you 0345 111 76 25 is the number 87711 is the text number i've got a feeling this is going to be a lively one so we're going to go straight to the lines where dino is waiting evening dino how's it going very good my friend thanks for coming on so what are you saying jose Mourinho does he have a future at
5: the club well we don't know i think something needs to be done about it um you know it's it's gone on since when Fergie went Um, obviously we've had had Moyes we've had Van Gaal and now we've got Jose in there but it's just a decline all the time and United just seem to be in mid-table mediocrity now and that's what we've got we've got City, we've got Liverpool, there's Chelsea marching on this season, um, there's Tottenham which are doing well and then there's the other teams around them such as like Everton and even Watford who are catching us up and we're playing with the handbrake on, we've got all these strikers there all these attacking players like Mata, Lingard, Rashford, Martial, Pogba and Lukaku, they're all internationals Mm. and you know, we're minus two, minus two goals. So we're not, it's, something's wrong and something needs to happen, whether it's at board level or management level. And everybody needs to turn around at that club and have a serious look at themselves.
2: Well, you say something needs to change. What are the options there? The manager can go. That's, that's the option. The board's not going to change because essentially Ed Woodward is all-powerful at Manchester United. The owners, as long as they can keep on taking money out of that club, they're perfectly happy. Yeah, so correct, it comes yeah. down yeah, to him gone. being in charge and all-powerful. So he's not going to get rid of himself. He can't sack 22 players and bring in 22 no. new players. It doesn't work like that. So it's got to be the manager.
5: Well, in normal industry, apart from football, you know, you know, the book stops at the manager. So, yeah. Um, it's hard to say because like you know what you just said in the intro before and, and, and what Gary and Mickey were saying is that you know United really we're not a sacking club and we're turned into a sacking club mm. I know we're in the old days before like say what, after Doherty we when we had Sexton and then we got Atkinson. Yeah, we was a bit of a sacking club and Fergie came in and a lot of people are short memories and don't people you know, people don't remember the era before Fergie, but I do. Um, and they did sack managers. So if a change needs to be made and it appears that he's 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 lost part of the dressing room, not all of it, but part of it, obviously some players loyal to him, but it appears that he's lost some of them, and a lot of them have down tools. Let's oh, talk so, to yeah. and Gary,
2: this one because they'll know what it's like in a dressing room. And, they, and Mickey can certainly speak hypothetically if he can't yeah. speak in facts here. But the <laughs> suggestion is that there is a split in the dressing room, and it's not just he's lost. The I don't room, care there's a the split in the dressing room. <laughs> I
3: said to Dino and anyone else is listening that you know the only way this can change is the players go on up field. And play for the, for, the, for, the, for, the, for the badge, obviously, and, and put in performance. I don't care what's gone in the dressing room. You still have a duty to go out there and perform. Whether you like the manager or you don't like the manager, you got to go out there and put in the shift, doesn't it?
4: It is, and if you look Mickey,
3: at it, Mickey.
5: Yeah. Um, sorry. Um isn't it up to the manager to motivate the side though? because he picks the team, he picks the tactics and he's there to motivate the side
3: along with his coaching team and he's head coach as well as
5: manager. Am I, am I right there,
3: Mickey? Well, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I think, you know, he has some big parts to play, how the team sets up and that. He picks the 11 players but once they cross that white line, as you well know, there's nothing a manager can do about it. They have to, you know, yeah, yeah. do the job. You boys
2: must have had managers that you didn't particularly see to eye with oh, throughout your on, career come, did you them? Them? <laughs> did yeah.
4: you feel like did you feel like about 11 of them but it's listen you can see from the out I don't know but I'll guess the ones that are in his corner in Mourinho's corner Lukaku Matic that straight away you can see yeah can see the ones that's not it's probably Pogba yeah, Sanchez
5: probably Gea, probably Gea, well, yeah. yeah
4: so you can see the ones that are uh, Probably Smalling wasn't, but you know no, now sure. he's back in. Maybe Shaw, sure, yeah. Yeah, so you don't yeah. know. Yeah, he, and only when and if the manager moves on, then maybe a few more, a few more home truths might come out about whether players were happy or mm. not happy with his training methods, his preparation, is this, is that the way he treat them. But that'll only come out after manager's gone. But and do you
3: know, I've just <laughs> said to all of you, I think you know Sorry, they've mate. got to go out and do it. I don't care what the problem is in the dressing room. Once they get on that pitch, they have a responsibility to perform. For it's the club, play for the badge, yeah. You know, got him. The badge. They got him. Yeah, they've got to, yeah, they've got to, and I, I don't care.
5: But, but, but Gary Bush done something about the dressing room. Then, like at one point, even when Atkinson was in charge, you never had anything coming out of United. Mm. It was all kept in. The social now, media now has changed. I mean. it? Social yeah, media has it all. You know what? But you do. You You're not getting that at City. You're not getting that at
2: Liverpool. Well, it's happy camps, though, isn't it? It's happy camps. When you're winning, you don't don't need nothing. Dino, thanks for your call, mate. Really appreciate you coming on. Oh three four i I'd love to get your view on today. We're going to go to Dave. All right, Dave, you're right. Hi, James, how are we doing? Hi, Hi, Dave. Dave. What are you saying,
6: Dave? Jose Mourinho, in or out? I don't think it's relevant to be honest, whether he goes or whether he stays, because another manager will have the same problem. You know, Dino touched on it in the last call. Um he, Woodward is the problem. The guy's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. He hasn't got a clue. The Glazers are pumping money out of the club like it's going out of fashion. Do you know that that debt is still
4: 500 million quid? 475 million, actually. They paid 50 million back. What's 25 million? Yeah, but, yeah, but oh. they took a billion... A billion took, out of the club. I know that includes interest payments and They took more than that, they more than that with, Gary. Yeah. They took
6: 1.7 billion out of the club, yeah. and the debt still stands at 4.95 yeah. from that report that they released the other day. And you know, this is the thing: the Glazers basically plunged us into a ton of debt, which should have been illegal. It should never have been allowed to happen. The FA should have done due diligence on it, just as much as United should. But United couldn't really fight it because it was a public limited company.
4: They borrow, did I'm you? right to say, say did that United didn't borrow any money. They just it borrowed on the back yeah. of United. You just yeah. the, of the of the business itself. They borrowed on the back of United, yeah. and then they wrote all the debt off against
6: United. Yeah, so that basically, yeah. if if everything went south, the club went south, yeah. not the Glazers. Yeah. Dave, when, can I can Let me just a, a question a here. of money away from the club, and and Woodward. I mean, you know, this is not the first summer, or even the fourth that Woodward has failed. Dave,
2: explain me something to me here, though, because this is where I struggle with the Glazer thing, and I completely understand, as a United fan, the idea that this debt has been leveraged against the club is a a massive negative. You've gone from a club that was turning over millions of pounds and millions of pounds in profit and making money to one that is just serving a debt. But from a playing staff point of view, there has been no lack of investment. The club has been invested in, players have been bought in, managers have been invested in, getting rid of LVG, getting rid of David Moyes, who still has one year to run on his contract, by the way, would have been expensive. So there has been no lack of investment there. So how has that negatively impacted what has happened on the pitch?
6: Because it's subpar players, Jim. Because Woodward is going after players. He's failing to get them. And then he's going after subpar players. I'll give you an example. The first season after Ferguson, when Moyes was in charge, we went after Tony Cruz. We went after Sesc Fabregas. We went after Tiago. We went after a bunch of different players. Who did we get? We get. Right? And, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not the biggest the fan of Fellaini. Me who you mean. <laughs> I'm not the who I'm not the biggest fan of Fellaini by any stretch of the imagination. I uh, accept that. But it's, the point I'm trying to make is there is nobody walking this earth that can tell me that Marouane Fellaini is an acceptable substitute for Tony Krause. Anybody want to tell me that? And I'll argue with them all day long.
3: Well, I, I'm not going to argue. I, I'm not going to argue with Saul. But what, what I would say is that he has the, the likes of Pogba, wow. I was delighted when he signed in, uh, the car cute or goal
6: the goal scorer. but. but they're Nicky, just, Nicky
3: not, can I just ask on you? Any, as much like way,
6: have you? But, but Mickey, can I just ask you a question? Yes, you just me. said there uh, you were delighted when they signed Pogba. Really? I, I was I thought I thought he'd come back a better player, was, but unfortunately I was furious. But well, all I can just say is that this in time he's not performing. <laughs> For me, the, the thing with Pogba, I, I don't think that a kid and he was a kid when he left. Yeah. I don't think that a kid has any business saying play me or I'm off. One second, please. Uh, change over now. Good, good. Um, sorry, I'm <laughs> marshalling the kids on the Xbox. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Classic. But I don't. I don't believe it's just all control. It's all control. Yeah, I don't on. believe that. I don't believe that a kid has any place going to his manager and saying. You play me, or I'm off, because the did answer is. No, you say that, that is, though? Right? Is that, no, we don't know that. No, if, I mean, if
2: that is what has happened, I think any fan of any club, mm. a player that says that, you don't want them at your club. Instantly, no, if, if, if a player is, is making that kind of demands.
6: I mean, I, you know, I remember when he was there the last time, and when he did get first-team football, he was that ineffectual, I, I wouldn't use I'm not going to use the word poor, but he was that ineffectual that we ended up I don't know whether it was a direct consequence we ended up bringing Paul Scholes out of retirement for God's sake Mm -hmm. now you know Paul Pogba couldn't cut it he wasn't good enough he went to Juventus Juventus made him a better player I agree with all of that the difference was that at Juve he had Marchisio behind him running around mopping everything up and at United he doesn't have that so they signed Mata last season Uh, not Mata Matic last Mm -hmm. season to try and stem that. Matic can't do it all on his own, Herrera's trying to do it, but Herrera's a bit of a yard dog and isn't really a world-class player. Another Woodward signing, by the way. Um, And it's just, you know, then there's this insistence this season of like, right, okay, so we're not gonna buy Maguire at 35 mil before the World Cup because we think it's too much. Maguire goes off to Russia as an amazing World Cup cracking lad, cracking player... And now his value is seventy five million because of the precedent set by Liverpool and Virgil van Dyke.
3: Yeah. So Can I say, say on, on the on the nine, sorry I mean talking a lot of send, but on, on the ninety five million, say for Pogba you are saying we can't get the best players, how much more would it cost to get Cruz in midfield? It wouldn't be it wouldn't be much more than that, would it? No,
6: surely not. No. What? You know, I think Cruz is, Cruz is a lot older. You could get Cruz for for decent money. But the point the point is that, you know, he goes off and says, Right, we're not having Maguire. 75 million doesn't represent value. We're not not having Alderweireld because it doesn't represent value. And it's like, hang on a second, Ed, who are you? to tell Jose Mourinho, for God's sake, what does and doesn't represent value. How many Champions Leagues have you won, Ed? Mm. Dave, that's thanks for point. your call, mate.
2: Dave, we're going to have to leave it there, but thank you very much for coming on. Just Just appreciate right. that. No
6: worries. Some, some really passionate,
2: passionate man. Manchester United fans calling up this evening. Keep it going, 0345 Keep double it on. going. <laughs> I want to hear what you've got to say on this, because there's some interesting points. Dave not blaming Jose at all there. Dave blaming the you management said, Jim, above him.
3: What you said, you know, obviously they got the agenda against the Glazers, mm. but they haven't been shy in coming forward with the money for players. No. They've never said no. They, You know, £95 million for one player's hero, it's a lot mm, of money now.
4: Absolutely, and, you know, and it's, Lukaku's it's a, 75 a huge amount of money. United so have all spent money. United mm, have all yeah. spent money and they've been the leaders in, in, in paying them. I think uh, they, saw, they bought Lukaku and then, I think, after that... Uh, uh Neymar went and then uh, just just raised the bar for every other place. You know, i have never been shy of, of giving money. And since the Glazers have been there, I mean, I mean, what a great bit of business, Mickey. Maybe we should have bought it if you didn't have to lay any, any money out and then just use the football club as, uh, because since then, and they've taken over a billion, 1.7 billion out in dividends and interest and what have you. But in there kind of lies
2: the problem because you've got these fans saying they want to get rid of the Glazers. They're not going anywhere because they have a very profitable business there. 0345 treble 7625 is the number of your United fan or a City fan. You can have your say on this as well. What's going to happen at the club? Is Jose going to stay? Is Jose going to go? Was the club right to sack David Moyes? five years ago should he have been given more chance and would that have maybe steadied the ship at United after the departure of Fergie a little bit and if Jose goes here's the key question who comes in to replace him 0345 76 7625 more on this next on the XS Manchester Football Social
3: this is the Manchester Football Social Legend
2: Review This is XS Manchester. This is the Manchester Football Social Legends Review. We've got Mickey Thomas and Gary Owen taking your calls. Of course, the topic of conversation is all about Jose Mourinho. It could be no one else. And I asked three pretty big questions a minute ago and I wanted you to answer them for me. The questions were, does something need to change right now at Manchester United? And what needs to change? Were United right to sack David Moyes after eight months in charge? Should they have stuck with him a little bit longer? And if Jose goes, who'd you get in to replace him? Well, we've got Dan on the line who wants to have a crack at answering those questions. Evening, Dan.
7: Hi. Good evening. How, How are you doing? doing?
2: Very good, my friend. Thanks for coming on. So, go on. Answer the questions. Answer them right, and you can have Ed Woodward's job. All right? So get going. <laughs> <laughs>
7: That'd be all right. I wouldn't mind his paycheck anyway. That's for sure. One of the high- highest-paid directors in the country. Not bad. um Well. I think the well, the easy one is the Moyes question. So, because it was it was right to get rid of Moyes at the time. Um, as a Man United manager, you've got certain tasks that you've got to fulfil, and qualifying for the Champions League is is one of those. And as soon as it, as soon as it was mathematically uh, impossible for him to qualify, he was out the door, and I think that was the right decision at the time. Right. And I think the same. It sort of informs you a little bit about what might be going on with Mourinho as well at the moment, because at the end of the day. United are a business, we've been talking about it there earlier, about the way that the Glazers want to maximise the money that they can make and to extract from the club, basically. And they will not want to be paying uh, Jose Mourinho the compensation that he'd be entitled to. £26 million
2: quid. that
7: will be. Yeah, that's what's reported, you know. Um, and that, that's a lot of money. Um, so they're going to wait and see if they can. Who's going to blink first, basically? Yeah. And we've seen it. We've seen it before at Chelsea. It's a tried and tested thing that Jose does. And a lot of the stuff that he's been doing in the last few days is basically testing that you know testing them out. I, I have, have they, are they going to sack him? Are they going to send him away with his with his money in his pocket?
2: It does seem and to be that's... very similar to the final year at Chelsea, doesn't it? The third year meltdown that everyone predicted when Jose came into the job in the first place. He is kind of trying to wind up the board, wind up the and then try to get the push and the payout it seems that way it's hard to believe that's the case but it does seem that way
7: oh for certain I think that you know the McTominay uh, picking him picking him on on Saturday that is just saying to the board look I, I asked you for some defenders in the summer and you didn't get me them and now look at what I've got to do you know, so he's he definitely he's definitely up to something. Uh, you can, it's tried and tested method. He's just put the gauntlet back in there You know, and the same same thing with the Pogba stuff as well. Made him captain, then publicly takes the captaincy off him just before a match, drops him, and it's just a case of. You want this star, because he's the clothes horse for Manchester United basically, the guy that brings in the most sponsorship deals and the most money and sells the most jerseys. You want this guy in the team, I'm telling you, I'm going to show you that he's not playing for the team. And it's all all about Jose Mourinho trying to take back a bit of control, because that's what he wants to do.
2: Who comes in (laughs) then, Dan? If Jose goes, if he does get the sack or whether he walks, who knows which way it will be, who comes in and replaces him? Because there doesn't seem to be that many options.
7: No, it's a huge problem and that is the big problem for the club at the moment. They're basically stuck with Mourinho because there is no natural candidates to come on, and I just don't, I don't believe any of the Sedan rumours whatsoever. I mean, he's just not daft enough Zidane, to come in there at this stage. You know, really, you need your head testing to take over that squad at this time. You know, so and you know the other candidates people keep banging on about, Pochettino. We're never going, to you are never going to get him away from Spurs. No chance. Well, that Big um, Sam
4: is available. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'd take Big
4: Sam by this time. <laughs> He'd you know love it. I mean, he, he, would, he, would, he would love it, that, Big Sam, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, here's a <laughs> name Lauren Blanc. Yeah, well, I mean, has he done enough? Has he done enough to warrant that
7: job? I don't, I don't think so. I'll tell <laughs> you what, <a good laughs> the problem
4: you get into is that if you're trying to figure out who has done enough to get that job, then there's going to be nobody because everybody's either in situ, nobody's available. Um, but Zidane, but so what has he done? Yes, I know he's done a lot in the. Um, uh, w- with Madrid, you might say, well, he had an easy route there. But, I mean, to win the Champions League three, three years on the spin, text them, do you know, don't care who you are. That's no easy thing to win. But, you know, Ronaldo was in his pomp at that time, Once I mean, he was really scoring for fun. And, and they had a little bit of luck. They did have a little bit of luck. But you need a little bit of luck yeah. in, the,
2: in the... You're not a bad manager if you win the Champions but League three times yeah, but, on the bounce <laughs> <side>. But
4: <laughs> couldn't go on and do the, the, the domestic league. Because it all, every, I mean, I don't know where they finished last season, but you know, they weren't they were challenging Barca well, who won it, were they? Dave, results have to change though, don't we?
3: That's
4: don't to you, you Dan. <laughs> 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 so
3: they do have to, yeah, they have to, they uh, have absolutely to. Mean. But they have to because if we don't change, then obviously it's going to be more uh, unrest and more headline news, front page, back page, middle page, mm-hmm. whatever. You, you know, United are big news it'll be interesting it, what happens the, at Valencia there's, only, there's only one maybe, and one club we talk about is United and if it's not going well they're going to get obviously the headlines aren't they
2: Dan cheers for your call thank you very much for that really do, appreciate do understand
3: it understand what I mean Jim it's a very difficult situation yeah. it's headline news
2: and, you, win, and you, winning, United are a team that when they're and, down and that's why the, tomorrow's game like
3: to keep, is a huge game to, you know, to quiet it down because if they don't then it's going to continue isn't it?
2: let's go over to Dylan who's on the other line uh, even in Dylan hey all right Very good. So what are you thinking about the Jose Mourinho situation? Uh,
8: The Mourinho situation is a funny one. In the theory of it, it's a match made in heaven. United and Mourinho, it's the world's biggest manager in the world's biggest club. Um, When he came in, I thought, yeah, this is a guy who's got enough about him to be able to take that challenge on his shoulders. Obviously, he came in for the back of that poor season at Chelsea, but I thought it was going to be his shot at retribution, maybe. Um, But I think you've seen since the summer, he's not really got what he wanted this summer. And maybe he's throwing a bit of a hissy fit. Maybe the players are throwing a bit of a hissy fit. But it's just... The way it's going at the minute, it's going a, it's going sour, very, very fast.
2: Was there an element here with Jose Mourinho coming into the club? Liverpool had got Klopp, Man City had got Pep Guardiola. Did Manchester United go and look at it and go, we need a big name here. We need someone who is as significant as signing a a major player. So we go after Jose Mourinho, who is one of the
8: biggest names in football management. I don't think it's necessarily a case of going for the biggest name, but you're not just. You're, Joseph know is not just a name, he is, but, along with Pettigladi, all the probably the most tried, tested, successful managers in the world. Like You, you, you look at his track record, and I, I think it's unfair to say he's just a big name, but. I mean,
3: he's got guys more guys pedigree than more Klopp. Than Klopp hasn't won anything yet, has he? I mean, he, exactly. doesn't, he doesn't
8: come with a big Klopp. reputation, Jimmy. That's not the Klopp, point. Great... Klopp's team struggle when it comes come to the thick of it. Like, how many finals has he now lost? Seven? Seven, he's, yeah. He's he's, he's, he's... he's... Maybe he plays a pretty brand of football and he's likeable in his interviews. You're into kind of a manager that's... he's very much of his fans, but... Um, yeah, I, he doesn't He doesn't win anything. But it's no, no, the, it's the I'm, I'll, I'll have to take yeah.
4: that up with you. He did three years at Mainz. After three years, he won. He went to Dortmund. After three years, he won. He won the league. He won the cup. He's now gone to Liverpool. For everybody who, who believes in this thing, he's now gone three years. I believe Liverpool will he's win. He's not won the Champions League. He will win something it? this year. Well, there's no he's not, there, Well, isn't there's, not, there's not that many people can say they won Champions League, can they? There's a
2: manager that goes to a team and builds a side and takes a while to get them to buy into his football, I guess you could argue in that case. Three
4: years at Mainz and three years at uh, Dortmund and then, I mean to take on uh, Bayern, uh, Bayern. Bayern. I mean and and to topple them, which he did, take some doing, without the real big stars, he brought them in and got them, He'd like Roos and people like that, Lewandowski, Mm. got them and then unfortunately Dortmund has to sell them and they end up going to Bayern.
2: Dylan, thank you very much for your call. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much to all the United fans who are brave enough to come on today and voice your views. Very passionate opinions right across the board and there's a lot of story still to be told in Jose Mourinho's time at Manchester United, I think, as well. So we've seen Mickey Thomas going through it for the last hour or so. It's been agonising for him as a United fan. So let's make it agonising for a Manchester City fan for the last few minutes of today's show because Natalie Pike... Is on the phone. Our very own Natalie Pike, out of City Square and off the Excess Manchester breakfast show right now, who's going to be going through it in the name of charity this weekend. Evening, Natalie.
0: Hiya, Guy. Oh, I miss you all, Gary and Mickey. I miss oh, you. Oh, we know. You're a money
4: them. grabber. Get on that breakfast show. You have money grabbers. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we we'll missing I'll be that. Come to on you back. Soon. Oh, very nice. Thanks. No, so, and this yeah. is no offence, by the way, Jim, but it's it's obviously more pleasant for me and Mickey looking that way. How dare Natalie's you. How very dare you.
2: Uh, right, this Friday is Make Some Noise Day, which is Excess Manchester's very special charity day, raising money for charities in Manchester. And Nat, you're doing
0: something very special to raise money, aren't you? Oh, my God, Jim, it's horrific. I don't know who came up with it. Like, there's challenges, and then there's challenges. So, basically, they're going to lock me in a room from 6 a.m. till 10 a.m., the breakfast show on Friday. It's not just a room, any room. It's a room that they are decorating in Manchester United wallpaper, Manchester United pictures. (laughs) There's going to be Manchester United songs playing. There's going to be Manchester United best goals. Obviously, they'll be from a few years ago playing on the screen. (laughs) There's going to be memorabilia. It's basically four hours of all my sentences being exploded
4: by Manchester United. Isn't that horrific? Now, now get them to play uh, the last 10 months or 12 months of the of the league <laughs> games, and that'll <laughs> knock you off to sleep for a few hours. Don't worry about that.
0: <laughs> well, Gary, they told me I'm not allowed to nap. But I'm not allowed to put, like, a blindfold on. I literally have to sit and take
2: it in. It's desensitisation, Nat. They do this in order... It's a form of brainwashing. You'll be in a room right? full of Manchester United stuff within it's four 000. hours. You'll come out of it a red...
0: Never, Jim, never. <laughs> but I'm really, There's more a chance really of that
4: frog <laughs> outside coming in. You <laughs>
0: Thank you, thank you, Gary. But mm. I really, um, I really need people to sponsor me, please. If anyone, if anybody out there would be so kind, um, you know, they feel sorry for me for having to do this torture. Um, yeah, yeah,
3: no, you've been tortured thing. anyway by getting up every morning about four o'clock in <laughs> you get, oh, the morning. i tell me about it,
0: Mickey. Up at four o'clock these days. Yeah. yeah out of the house by half four.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. So people yeah. want to
2: sponsor you now. If people want to give uh, a little bit of money, put a little bit behind your very brave attempt. Where can they thank put their you. two quid?
0: So we have an Everyday Hero page, so it's on my Twitter, and I'll go and retweet it on the Access Twitter. That's probably easier if everyone just goes to at Manchester. When I get off the phone, I'll, I'll go on and I'll retweet it from there.
2: Very good. Right, and back
0: one more. Good now, so, so I need everyone's help. How much? <laughs> I've oh, only got 50 quid on there
2: just now. Oh, come on, sort it out. Do without a pint this weekend and put the four quid you would have spent on a beer hey, back, Natalie. No pint. drinking
0: October. No.
2: Uh, well, there we go. That's even more, more money to put behind it instead. <clears throat> Cheers, Nat. Good luck with it see on Friday.
0: Much. Thank you so much, guys. I'll see you all soon. Bye, Bye, see you see now. Now. Bye, Bye good luck.
2: And there'll be loads going on right the way through the day on Friday for Make Some Noise. You've got Steve Berry, who is going to be riding a pedalo from his hometown of Berry right the way. Into spinning fields where excess Manchester is based. He reckons it's going to do it in a day. A I think pedalo. A, a pedalo. A pedalo that looks like a Down swan. The Ma-
4: Manchester Ship Canal.
2: Um, no, down at one of the rivers, not the Ship Canal. I don't know which yeah, one, though. You're Irwell. testing me now. Yeah, it could be the Irwell. So get behind and sponsor it, and it's all for a good cause. It's helping charities in Manchester. The money stays in Manchester as well, which is really cool. Thank you very much, Gary Owen, for tonight. Thank you very much, especially to Mickey Thomas. I know that was a painful one for you. We'll be back tomorrow with another Excess Manchester Football Social previewing the game. City and United in the Champions League tomorrow. See you then